I'm Arjo Badlam Porda. This is the Georgia Rorschach Update for Thursday, the 29th of July, 2021. Every week, we'll get you the main stuff going on in Georgia for the week, and we'll do it every single week. This week, we'll start off with COVID stuff. Georgia's daily average of coronavirus cases escalated to over 2,500 compared to 1,500 last week. On Tuesday, the 27th, number of COVID-19 diagnoses was 3,666. Georgia is 18th in the world in cases per million population, while neighboring countries Armenia and Azerbaijan stand at, 14, at 44 and 100th, respectively. According to the medical director of Iashvili Children's Hospital, Ivan Chaidze, 10% of the infected individuals in Georgia are children. On the 23rd of July, COVID vaccination program was expanded, allowing more people to get the jab. Now, foreign citizens and those who are legally present in Georgia, foreigners and family members participating in the Remotely Georgia program, foreign students studying in Georgia, residents of Georgian-occupied territories, regardless of citizenship status, can now get vaccinated in Georgia because the policy of not allowing them before was so misguided. Starting from the 24th of July, Georgian citizens are allowed to enter Serbia's territory upon presenting a certificate confirming they are fully vaccinated. However, starting tomorrow on Friday the 30th, Israel will include Georgia in the red countries list, meaning that Israeli visitors are no longer allowed to travel to Georgia. At 12 p.m. on Saturday the 24th, the booking for the first shot of Pfizer vaccines opened. The booking portal works slowly for 10 to 15 minutes due to high demand, but by 2 p.m., more than 107,000 people were already booked on their Pfizer, for their Pfizer vaccine appointments. On Monday the 26th, the first dose of the Pfizer vaccine were administered. As you may remember from last week's show, half a million Pfizer vaccine shots arrived in Georgia that were donated by the U.S. Speaking of Americans, last week on the 24th, U.S. soldiers and helicopters arrived in Tbilisi to participate in the joint multinational exercises Agile Spirit 2021. Western Command of the Georgian Defense Forces is hosting Agile Spirit 2021 between the 26th of July and the 6th of August. About 2,500 military personnel from 15 partner countries are participating, including Georgia, the United States, United Kingdom, Turkey, Spain, Estonia, and Canada. Last week on the 23rd of July, the United National Movement Party nominated its chairman, Nika Melia, as candidate for mayor. Local elections are scheduled for the 2nd of November. As we mentioned during the last few weeks, Parliament had to make a decision to choose the new head of the Central Elections Commission, but Parliament has failed to elect the new CEC boss. Last Thursday, candidates for the position Georgi Kalandarishvili and Georgi Santuriani failed to secure MP support for the second time, according to the new procedures. At least 100 MPs should support the CEC chair or members for a five-year term. Now, candidates will participate in a third round to gain a majority vote. As you might remember from previous shows, in April, political parties signed the EU-mediated agreement, which served to resolve a six-month political crisis in the country following the 2020 parliamentary elections. On Wednesday, the 28th of July, the Otsneba ruling party annulled its signing status to the 19th of April EU-mediated agreement. In his statement, the head of Otsneba party, Irakli Kobachidze, stated that the agreement had completed the mission and accused the opposition parties of failing to fulfill it. Leader of the opposition party, Girchi More Freedom, Zurab Zaparidze, has left parliament following Otsneba party's withdrawal from the agreement, stating that the agreement was his reason for being in parliament. According to him, Otsneba party decided to leave the agreement because there was zero chance 
of receiving 43% of the votes in the upcoming election, a condition provided for in the EU-mediated agreement. On Wednesday, the 28th of July, Georgian President Salomé Bashvili and President of the European Council Charles Michel informally met in France to discuss the latest political developments in Georgia. This week on Wednesday, Ted Tsuloukiani presented the Culture Ministry's 10-year action plan. As you'll remember, she was just appointed the new Minister of Culture. In her presentation, Tsuloukiani identified researching and preserving monuments, developing a structured cultural education, and supporting artists and institutions of creative industries as the ministry's priorities. Ministry of Culture plans to launch eight cultural programs worth 20 million lati, about six and a half million U.S. dollars, aimed at supporting socially underprivileged, disabled, and vulnerable groups. According to the action plan, a total of roughly 200 million lati, about 64 million U.S. dollars, will be devoted to developing infrastructure in the field over the next decade. If you lived in Georgia back in 2018, you might remember Georgia condom brand AISA, which was fined 500 lati, about 160 U.S. dollars, for unethical packaging designs in 2018. In May of the same year, following the decision of the Tbilisi City Court, AISA was instructed to remove its products from sale and to cease all marketing activities for the products. Fast forward three years, the company won a case against Georgia in the European Court of Human Rights in Strasbourg. According to the court, there is a lack of relevant and sufficient reasons to justify administrative offense fines and the forced product recall and the ban on future use of condom packaging designs. This week, more than 20 villages have been cut off from the outside world in western Georgia due to heavy rainfall. All types of traffic in the section of the Zugdidi Javadi Mestia Highway are banned. Also, heavy rainfall has flooded the new building of the Batumi Republican Hospital. Speaking of Batumi, it has become the first city in the South Caucasus where non-polluting, fully electric buses have been put on the road. The buses were purchased with financial aid from the EU to promote sustainable green development. More on transportation. If you're a driver in Tbilisi, starting on the 1st of August, zonal hourly parking for residents will be introduced in Gildani, Samgori, Sabortalo, and near Station Square. Municipal pavilions for car registration have already been placed in all districts in the city. Residents of these districts, people with disabilities and owners of electric vehicles, can register their cars in the zonal parking system and gain the ability to park their cars without a charge. Did you know that about 21% of Georgia's population live below the poverty line? This week, Jam News published an interesting article about the living conditions of Georgia's population. According to the article, the situation in villages is worse than in cities in 2020. Of the entire rural population, 27.5, were living below the poverty line compared with 17.1 of urban population. If you'd like to know more, we have links in the article in the show notes. On Monday, the 26th of July, the World Heritage Committee inscribed Kolchak Rainforest and Wetlands of Georgia on the UNESCO World Heritage List. The Kolcheti National Parks in Ntirala, as well as Kintrishi and Kubuleti protected areas were added to the list. And last but certainly not least, as you know, on the 23rd of July, the Tokyo Olympic Games kicked off. Fifteen Georgian athletes marched on to the Olympic Stadium. Georgian judokas claimed medals in the games. Vaja Markbelashvili won the country's first silver medal. Lasha Shabdatuashvili claimed bronze. And on Wednesday the 28th, judoka Lasha Bekauri won the first 2021 Olympic gold medal for Georgia, winning the 90 kg final against German Edward Triple. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. We want you to know, we want to know more about what you love about living in Sakharbelo and what drives you crazy about it. 
and other Soccer Bellow related stuff you'd like to know about or want us to know about, you can write us a review in your preferred podcast platform or send us an email at podcast at rorschach.com. Nachlamdis. Thank you.